أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسوله سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وذرياته وأهل بيته ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وبعد So we continue Alhamdulillah Allah by his father we reach the last 10 nights of Ramadan and uh, uh, this is the, the 21st night it's an odd night there's a possibility that it's, it's Laylatul Qadr and ala sabil al-mudhakara to fulfill the sunnah that the Prophet sallallahu needs to remind his family as well um, in these nights that uh, if a person is to uh, be in these nights in general and in specific if they are to feel that tonight might be Laylatul Qadr then the, the dua that was prescribed by the Prophet sallallahu is Allahumma inna ka'afuun tuhibbul afwa fa'afu anni Oh Allah, you are the one who is completely and emphatically uh, the person who forgives such a forgiveness that it doesn't leave any ill effect behind. One is someone asks for forgiveness and you grudgingly forgive them. And one is that forgiveness that is like forgive and forget. Although Allah Ta'ala doesn't forget anything, but uh, you know, it's a forgiveness that leaves behind no trace of the, of, of the ill will uh, from the offense. To the point where it comes in the hadith of the Prophet not only is it the repentant from sin is the one who has committed no sin at all. In fact, the sin is turned into a good deed. Allah Ta'ala will actually reward you for that sin as one of the many uh, uh, acts of grace from repenting to Allah Ta'ala. So that's the, the afu of Allah Ta'ala is that, that, that He forgives in such a way that He's not going to hold it against you afterward once He's forgiven you. Allahumma inna ka'afuun. You're the one who always forgives like that. Uh, unconditionally and completely. Tuhibbul uh, afwa. And you're the one who loves that people should forgive one another completely. And this also has a connection with these days. With these Mubarak days. Why? Because... Uh, uh, not forgiving one another in these days uh, when everything is said and done. Obviously, if someone still owes you money, they still owe you money. If there's still some sort of zulm going on against you, you have the right to pursue that if, if, if you know, there's benefit in it. Uh, you have the right to still pursue it, and it's okay to pursue it if there's some benefit in it. But when everything is said and done, and you've gotten your restitution or things have passed, uh, a person should forgive. And withholding forgiveness to one another is a... Especially when somebody asks you for forgiveness. To not forgive them at that point is just like unhuman. Uh, but even those who don't forgive you, you know, even those who uh, wronged you and they don't say anything bad, it's from the prophetic character to forgive them. Uh, um, and again, that doesn't mean that, you know, the money they owe you that they haven't paid, that you, you know, that, that debt is forgiven, but uh, the sin that's involved with it. Uh, so... Uh, it comes in the hadith that, that withholding forgiveness from one another is a reason that Allah Ta'ala will withhold forgiveness from people. That the day of Eid is an occasion of Allah's forgiveness. And Allah Ta'ala tells the, tells the angels that in the unseen go and, and give bishara to my uh, slaves that they've been forgiven. And the uh, angels will ask, how about so and so and so and so? They still got beef with one another. And uh, 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 the Lord Jalla will say, leave them until they forgive one another, then, then they'll be forgiven too. So tuhibbu al-afwa. That you, uh, uh, you know, you love that people forgive one another completely and totally like that. Uh, so forgive us completely and totally uh, like that. 
and uh, so Allahumma inna ka'afoon tuhibbul afa fa'afu anna Allahumma inna ka'afoon tuhibbul afa fa'afu anni the difference between anni is for me and anna is for us if you're making dua in a, in a gathering uh, this is the weird of the awliya in this in these Mubarak nights uh, so read as much Quran as you can uh, pray as much as you can uh, say your adhkar as much as you can and uh, keep away from sin as much as you can because in the holy times um, the, the ill effect of sin is also multiplied and to sin in these in these Mubarak nights is a sign of mahrumi it's a sign of being deprived uh, deprived which is something we're going to talk about incidentally tonight uh, so Allah Ta'ala protect us from it so if all you can do is just you know shut off the TV or stop doing the sins that you do in the other nights that's also a great there's great khair in it. If all you can do in these nights is just go and pray in congregation, there's there's great khair in it as well. One subhanallah uh, that, that's multiplied through al-fishar, through a thousand months, it comes out to a lot. Uh, and one subhanallah is a lot in and of itself. Uh, the Yom Al-Qiyamah people will be walking um, back and forth between people uh, like stark and raving mad madmen, uh, uh, hungry, mad, driven mad by hunger and thirst, for what? For one subhanallah and for one alhamdulillah and for one Allahu Akbar and for one la ilaha illallah. So, uh, you know, uh, take advantage of these nights for myself and for others. So near the end of the uh, uh, the uh, Hayatul Qulub fi Rida al-Mahbub that we've been reading for, for the last uh, several uh, nights, over a week now, I guess, um, is a, 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 a set of discussions on different Quranic themes um, that are transmitted by the compiler of this book, Mawlana Qamar al-Zaman, Ilahabadi, um, from uh, a, a work, Tafsir Jawahir al-Quran of Mawlana Hussein Ali. May Allah have mercy on him. So he wanted to, he wanted to quote uh, a couple of sections that are uh, important for a person to understand uh, how the heart works. Uh, uh, and how, how uh, Allah Ta'ala, its transaction is with Allah Ta'ala on this path. So the topic we wanted to discuss tonight is what, uh, what, what is referred to uh, in the technical vocabulary is, as Islah al-Jabbariyah. Al-Islah al-Jabbariyah. Islah al-Jabbariyat. When Allah Most High gave man a heart, eyes and ears to understand, see and listen to the truth, He commissioned the Prophet Sallallahu to explain the truth and He sent books to them. If a person still does not understand the truth, uh, 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 does not see it and does not listen to it instead opposes it out of stubbornness and obstinacy uh, and remains willful on his false beliefs and polytheistic practices then the ability of such people to listen to the truth and understand is obliterated from them what, what does this mean? this means that the haqq comes to you and Allah gives you a chance he gives you another chance he gives you another chance but you're not given an infinite number of chances and uh, that's something I guess everybody can understand in the sense that nobody lives forever, but it also doesn't necessarily mean that your your uh, your chances are as much life as you have. Um, your chances are as much life as you have, but the life is not the life of the body. The life is the life of the heart. So, not accepting the truth when it comes to you, it's extremely dangerous act. And rejecting it, even though you know it's true or you have an inkling of its truth inside of your heart, is a very harmful act. It's a suicide of the heart. He says what? He says that uh, uh, one who uh, uh, opposes it out of stubbornness, obstinacy, 
uh, obstinacy often, uh, 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 and remains willful on his false beliefs and polytheistic practices, then the ability of such people, the ability of such people to listen to the truth and understand it is obliterated from them. It's taken away from them. They're, they die a spiritual death and they die a death in the heart, even though the, 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 the physical heart and the physical body may be still ticking. You may be able to go to the hospital and get your vitals taken and they'll, they'll, they're, you know, they're, they're not going to sign your death certificate yet. But spiritually, your death certificate has been signed. This is something very scary and this is something a, a person should take a, 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 take a lesson from in other people. And uh, uh, this is something that a person should be very careful that they... Uh, surround themselves with the haq at all times. That they hear the haq in their ears and they look at the haq with their eyes and they uh, understand the haq in their hearts, whether it's whether it makes them feel good or it doesn't make them feel good. Why? Because as long as you keep the channels for the haq open to your heart, your heart still has life in it. There's still some chance that you can do good. Uh, whereas once it's blocked, once your eyes are now watching, uh, uh, you know, Instagram and YouTube videos and uh, Netflix and all these things, but they're not seeing the haq anymore. And once your ears are listening to whatever uh, iTunes and uh, uh, Spotify and, uh, you know, whatever nonsense bakwas is on the radio. Some people are like, well, I listen to the news. Sometimes the news is the worst thing to listen to. Sometimes it's better just to li listen to Britney Spears or whatever than some of the garbage that they put on the news. Uh, 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 you know, if that's all you're listening to, that's all you're hearing and you're not hearing the haq, then, uh, uh, then, then that's a really scary, a really scary situation to be in. The inspiration to embrace Iman is taken away from them. This is a condition known as Al-Qahr uh, al-Jabbari, uh, uh, the force of compulsion. Uh, this is not Jabbar uh, uh, in, the, in, the, in the sense of uh, the predestination which uh, uh, completely absolves a person from the moral responsibility of choice. Because Jabbar is when a person is not even given the ability to understand the truth, uh, and th nor are they given the means to recognize the truth. Uh, those means are not provided to that person. So this is different than that. This is what that you chose wrong enough times that you killed your heart and, and then afterward the, the lock is placed on it. The Quran explains this concept in various ways. Allah Ta'ala says in his book, لَهُمْ قُلُوبٌ لَا يَفْقَهُونَ بِهَا وَلَهُمْ أَعْيُنٌ لَا يُبُصِرُونَ بِهَا وَلَهُمْ آذَانٌ لَا يَسْمَعُونَ بِهَا أُولَٰئِكَ كَلَنَعَامِ بَلْ هُمْ أَضَلُّ أُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْغَافِلُونَ they have hearts with which they do not understand. They have eyes with which they do not see. They have ears with which do they do not hear. They are like they are like grazing animals. Al anam is what is goats, sheep, cattle, and camels, uh, animals that are herded and grazed, raised for their meat or for some, uh, you know, for milk or 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 you know, just for consumption essentially. Uh, it says they are like grazing animals. In fact, they are further astray. Uh, they are the ones who are completely heedless. So that's a, that's a really powerful metaphor that the Qur'an uses, that those are the animals that are literally raised to be eaten. Uh, but they still are obedient in, 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 most of their, in most of their daily things, and they're attached to the one who's going to one day eat them. Uh, uh, and it is an a, a epitome of, of stupidity. Why? Because the deen teaches us that everything is well that ends well. So, you know, somebody, no matter how nice they are to you, if you know they're going to eat you, they're not your friend. You understand what I'm saying? If you know they're going to eat you, you know one day they'll take a knife to your throat, cut you into pieces, and then have a barbecue, but with you. Not like as in share the barbecue with you, but you are the barbecue. They're not your friend. 
so the one who still uh, has a bond of obedience with someone like, someone like that is like the person who has uh, uh, subjected uh, themselves and their existence to the ultimate stupidity. This verse does not attribute this condition of theirs to any cause, uh, however. The condition uh, of Qahr uh, Jabbari uh, is the force of compulsion is sometimes attributed to false beliefs and polytheistic practices. For example, Allah Ta'ala says in his book, Nay, indeed, rather, it is the rust. Uh, 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 that 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 completely encapsulated their heart because the 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 sins that they earned with their with their hands, so a person keeps sinning and they keep damaging their heart more and more until it completely dies, um, and then they're subject to this they're subject to this uh, 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 compulsion by Allah Taala that they they no longer are are able to receive hidayah anymore. Uh, and legally, they're still required to become a Muslim. They've just destroyed the means spiritually for, for them to, to do so. Now, sometimes the condition is attributed to the polytheists themselves. They say our hearts are covered. They're completely, they're completely in hijab. Uh, uh, toward that which you call us uh, and uh, our ears are blocked and there's a veil between you and between us uh, so do whatever you like and we're going to keep doing whatever we like sometimes it is attributed to Allah most high because he is the real doer and the creator of man's actions Allah Ta'ala says in his book Allah has sealed uh, cast a seal on their hearts and on their on their hearing and on their uh, uh, sight is a veil uh, uh, and for them is reserved a a, 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 a huge punishment Allah Ta'ala says in his book وَإِذَا قَرَأْتَ الْقُرْآنَ جَعَلْنَا بَيْنَكَ وَبَيْنَ الَّذِينَ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ بِلَا خِرَةِ حِجَابًا مَسْتُورًا He says when you recite the Qur'an we place between you and those who don't believe in the hereafter a, 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 a barrier which is hidden and Allah Ta'ala says in his book أُولَٰئِكَ الَّذِينَ طَبَعَ اللَّهُ عَلَىٰ قُلُوبِهِمْ وَسَمْعِهِمْ وَأَبْصَارِهِمْ وَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْغَافِلُونَ He describes uh, the people who are in such a condition that those are the ones who Allah has placed a seal, cast a seal on their heart and on their hearing and on their, uh, their, their vision. Uh, and this is what their spiritual, their spiritual faculties uh, those are the people that they, they they can see they can see even the Prophet ﷺ themselves they can see the masjid they can see every alama and sign of the haq and it's not going to affect them even though they can see they you see twenty twenty they don't need glasses they don't need uh, contacts or LASIK vision or any of this stuff but when they see the haq it just doesn't register in their spiritual heart when they hear the haq it doesn't touch their heart anymore uh, 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 those people are the ghafilun those are the ones who are heedless they're the ones who don't know what's going on. Uh, even if they, uh, you know, you know, know the, the stock sign of every uh, every stock in the uh, in the stock exchange, and even if they know every, the atomic weight of every chemical in the periodic table, and if they can name the entire pharmacology of all the different medicines, and they can all you know all of these things, whatever it is you need to know in order to know, they say it's a knowledge based economy. 
well, the economy is destroying the earth and it's poisoning the air and the water. I think of it in some ways as a jihad-based economy. But anyway, uh, if nothing else, the fact that your economy is based on the precept that there's only $10 in the world and so I have it and you don't, so I'll lend, it, lend you $10 and then you have to pay me back 11 Is that possible? It's not, you know, so that's, that's our quote-unquote knowledge-based economy. That's the type of jahl that Allah Ta'ala will afflict people with. Uh, and it causes wars, it causes people to kill uh, each other and then eventually kill themselves as well. That's the type of economy that makes uh, people voluntarily uh, uh, destroy their own lineages. Uh, uh, so this, this is the ghafla that Allah casts on the heart of somebody uh, who, uh, who keeps uh, uh, running afoul of this, uh, running afoul of Allah Ta'ala's guidance. The reason for these different approaches is so that the addressee may learn what is intended by the seal of compulsion. Why and where, why and when it is set, and who sets the seal? The first, second, and third. Uh, 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 each of these is in the sequence of uh, explaining what, why, uh, uh, when, and uh, who sets the seal. Uh, sometimes the Quran explains the nature of the seal of compulsion, but the reasons for it are not explained. This is because. Only a description of the condition is intended, as in the case of Khatam Allahu ala qulubihim, Allah has set a seal on their hearts. Uh, sometimes the reasons are mentioned. This is because they preferred the life of this world over the hereafter and because Allah doesn't guide unbelieving people. Uh, it is these uh, upon whose hearts a seal is cast and upon whose eyes and ears a seal is cast. Meaning what? What does it mean to prefer this world over the hereafter? This dunya is a place of hijab between you and Allah Ta'ala. The creation in this, in this life, the creation is the proof that Allah Ta'ala exists because nothing creates itself. Everything that exists has to have a creator to, to, to create it. And so the idea is that, that, that in this world, we only see the creation and the next world we'll see the creator. And the one who prefers this life over the hereafter, what, what is it? He said they don't want to meet Allah Ta'ala, that they don't have love for Allah Ta'ala. Uh, and so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then says, if you love the dunya, if you love things so much, here, separate yourself from me and stay with those things. Uh, you get what you want. It's not really something you can blame Allah Ta'ala for. And there are some people, they really don't, they really don't care. You tell them about the Jannah and you tell them about Jazal A'mal and things like that. And they, they say things, it's really interesting in the Quran, right? Like Surah, Surah, Surah Al-Kahf yesterday, mashallah, Jama'ah. And it's also good to read it anyway, otherwise, other than Jama'ah as well. Sunnah to read the, the khawatim, the awail and khawatim of Surah Kahf every day also. Um, that, that there's a story in there, the story of the وَضْرِبْ لَهُمْ مَثْلَ الرَّجُلَيْنِ جَعَلْنَا لِأَحْدِهِمَا جَنَّتَيْنِ مِنَ عَنَابَ etc. إِلَىٰ آخِرُ الْآيَةِ That one of the verses, uh, you know, that one, one man is telling another wealthy man, uh, and wealthy people are especially subject to these things. And wealth here means being free from need. And most poor people in this country are also free from need. Alhamdulillah, mashallah, there are poor in America for sure, but many of them are not starving to death. You know, uh, uh, some of them might be, but we're not talking about those ones. We're talking about the ones that whose basic needs are, are fulfilled, even if they ain't living in the penthouse suite or anything, but they have enough food to eat and they're, you know, the heater works in the winter and things like that. So, uh, uh, he says, 
Uh, and this is actually one of the few places for the uh, people of Qira'at that there's actually a, a, a difference in the in the Rasama as well, that in Warsh it's Khairam Minhuma Munqalaba. but at any rate, he says that this guy is like, you know, he says his his friend who's not as wealthy as him is telling him to uh, you know fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he's like eh, you know all this Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stuff and then and then at the end of uh, at the end of that rant he says what uh, uh, anyway anyway my my rabb is uh, Allah is such that you know even if it turns out that this, all this stuff is true that you're saying all this religious hocus pocus is true uh, Allah will forgive me anyway right mm-hmm. Allah will forgive me right anyway just for free, he's gonna forgive me anyway. No, it doesn't. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. And that story—it's really interesting that Allah Taala mentioned that as well, because the Quran is very emphatic about about the forgiveness of Allah Taala. But we mentioned this yesterday, also that Allah Taala Himself says in His book, He says uh, 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 that 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 uh, He that I myself am uh, the Ghafar for the one who makes toba and the one who uh, uh, works uh, righteous deeds. Right, that that was the the quote from uh, Moana uh, 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 Muhammad Ahmad Partabghari, uh, who was again one of the the the, the great mashayikh of one of the great mashayikh of the tariqa in the subcontinent for the from the last century. He was one of the mashayikh of Moana Hakim Akhtar Saab as well, and he was a very well known, a very well known, mashallah, dignified and 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 spiritual personage of. Of the tariq, and he said that that people people say that being forgiveness being forgiven is easy. He says that Allah Taala is all forgiving and most merciful, uh, and he, he said that I, I I say forgiveness is not so easy. Rather, it requires repentance and iman and good deeds. Allah said in this regard, that I am the one you'll find that I'm the one who forgives again and again and again for who for the one who repents and then who uh, does good deeds. Uh, uh, and then uh, uh, takes the path of guidance. If you don't do it, then this whole thing like yeah. Anyway, if, even if all your Allah Taala stuff is true, uh, you know that even then, you know he's he's nice. He's nice. He'll forgive me anyway. It doesn't really work that way. In fact, that's that that sentiment of not putting any effort and not putting any love in it and feeling entitled afterward, afterward to the forgiveness itself is a sin that that many sins uh, are nothing compared to that sin. That itself is a, a great sin. And it itself is, uh, uh, you know, the talk of somebody who is trying to earn the seal being cast onto their heart. Allah Ta'ala be our protection. So uh, the Shaykh uh, explains, he says, this can be explained through an example. A person is in the early stages of suffering from a terminal illness. A very professional and affectionate doctor gives him medication for free and says to him, uh, 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 take the medicine immediately or your condition will become incurable. The patient totally disregards the doctor's advice and does not take the medicine. Uh, Or later on when he's forced to take it, he spits it out. Uh, and his uh, condition worsens to accept uh, to the point where the doctor informs him that it is now incurable. There is nothing but death. Obviously, it was no fault of the doctor. If anyone was at fault, it was none other than the patient himself. The disbelievers and polytheists are uh, on whose hearts the seal of compulsion is set are just like this patient. I mean, Allah Taala warned that person. Allah gave them all the means to to take hidayah. Allah Taala gave them all the means to do what was right and to benefit themselves, and they themselves rejected it. This is a, a really important insight. Why? Because a lot of people uh, in America, uh, you know, Islam was new to them, not too long ago, 
and this is both the both the uh, uh, both the, the, the those who are uh, indigenous and converts and people who were uh, immigrants to the society. The ones who were immigrants, they thought that somehow uh, they are going to be separate from separate from society. Why? Because back in our old countries, we never heard of anybody leaving the deen, or it was exceedingly rare. Back in our old countries, we never heard, like, you know, it was very rare that someone, you know, their sons and daughters will openly commit zina or their children will, you know, openly do uh, certain bad acts. It was known to happen, but at least there was some sort of like a, a shame that people had about it. The shamelessness with it, it, it wasn't there. Uh, and those who accepted Islam as well, the, 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 the zeal and the fervor of, fervor of a, a new convert, uh, it's it's something it's something very real, but it doesn't last forever, and it doesn't last you know uh, uh, through generations either. So now those people uh, became Muslims, for example, and now their grandchildren are born as Muslims, but they're still going to go to school. They're still going to go. They're still going to go through everything else that everybody else goes through. And uh, the idea is this: is that the kafia, the 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 kafia or the uh, uh, condition of ghafla, of heedlessness is taking such a grip of people because unlike in a Muslim majority country or unlike in, uh, uh, in uh, um, times where Muslims had like political hegemony uh, or even unlike in situations of extreme uh, uh, oppression Right now, life is so normal. The normalcy of the life itself is 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 something that, that that's harmful. Like if you look at immigrant populations, right? There are certain immigrant populations. Why? Because they look black or they look white. Their uh, they 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 uh, their children will uh, assimilate very easily. Whereas somebody who doesn't look like somebody who's like a quote unquote indigenous American, uh, uh, or uh, I don't say Native American because that means something else, but somebody like black, white, or just some you know well known or accepted racial designation, whether that designation has any haqiqah or not, that person they'll always look different because you stick out. You're not going to be accepted, and in that not being accepted is a type of blessing. Why? Because you are forced to be holden, be beholden to your difference all the time. Whereas if you get caught up in your, uh, 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 what you call, uh, accepted into the society uh, very quickly, then uh, what happens is that there's a great fitna for a person, for them to be heedless, to just be like the an'am, like the whole rest of the pack of flock of sheep is going in a certain direction. And uh, 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 that direction is the direction of the slaughterhouse. And you're like, hmm, I know that I don't want to get eaten, but at the same time, look, everybody else is doing it. Uh, this is a this is a great danger. People should know this. These are things that happen. They should know this for their own homes, for their own houses, for their own children. Don't just send your kids to school. Forget about regular school. Don't just send your kids to Islamic school, for that matter. And think that these 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 pressures are not going to be on them. That they're going to have to constantly actively be trained how to look for the haq. How to cast their glance on the haq and away from the batil, away from the falsehood. How to constantly listen, see where is the haq so that they can constantly keep listening to it so that the ears don't rust and they don't, they, they, they don't lose the ability to hear the haq anymore. Because, you know, it's if a person is like, you know, like as, as a small kid, think about what it's like to be a kid. People always boss you around, order you around, push you around, bully you around. You're accustomed to it as a kid. Once you become like pro pro big, like, you know, professional, respectable type of person, then no one can tell you what to do anymore. Then someone pushing you around like they used to when you're a kid, even like a fraction of that, you get really upset really quickly, right? 
The fact of the matter is that, yes, you shouldn't let other people push you around. But Allah Ta'ala is the one who uh, has the haq that if He tells you to do something, whether you like it or not, your own uh, perception of your own self-esteem is irrelevant to uh, uh, how dangerous it is to not accept that accept that order. A person has to keep themselves connected to these things. Otherwise, this, uh, 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 this ghafla is going to take hold inside of a person's heart. And many people, many people, be on, I'll be honest, many of, the, many of the people who are on the quote-unquote path of guidance and piety, it's just a crisis of opportunity. If they had an opp- opportunity to fit in, they would have done it and they would have been gone as well. Right? So people like, like me, like, look, brown-looking dude, don't look black and don't look white. Okay? So I can be like, yeah, you know, why? Because if I put on a suit, people still look like, you know, Billy, this guy looks like a packy anyway. You know, like it's not going to do anything for me, right? However, I've seen this in other countries. They're like, you go to South America, okay? Uh, Colombia, right? Every, every, every Colombian either looks like he's Desi or he looks like he's Arab. It's like one or two choices. I see that. Our people come in there, halas, they're gone. They mix like sugar and water. They, they uh, have no trouble getting married. They have no trouble getting a job. If they can speak Spanish, just fine. You know, people don't look at, look at you like you're different. And, uh, you know, speaking with the people in the community down there and the imams and things like that, they say this is a fitna. That people will come, they'll immigrate in order to get a job or something like that. And khalas, the, you know, you'll see that person will be coming to the masjid and they'll be just fine on their game. And then what happens? Janab, they, uh, you know, get married, uh, and uh, uh, which is fine. That's a wonderful thing. There's nothing wrong with getting married. You know, but they just mix into the into the family. And khalas, it's, you know, they're, they're gone now. They're, there's no longer any... Uh, uh, any any struggle? Why? Because there's they feel like there's no need to struggle anymore. That the entire flock is going to the slaughterhouse. Why don't I just go with them? Why don't I just go with them? This is a fitna. All of us are going to face over here. All of us are going to face over here. Even this entire like this whole thing about Muslims, for example, uh, 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 you know, making uh, quote unquote alliances with uh, uh, you know uh, extreme liberals or extreme conservatives, for that matter. What is it? Right. You can cast your alliance with people in an ad hoc way, meaning like on a one issue thing. Like you guys want to get like the ordinance to like ban payday lenders in the state passed and we do too. So that's our alliance. That's where it starts. That's where it ends. If there's something else that we want to ally with, then we'll ally on that one issue as well. That's not only is there nothing wrong with that. It's just smart politics. But this idea that somehow our, our lot is cast in with these people together and if we make friends with them that we'll finally belong and we won't be, you know, not everyone's not going to look at us and be like, oh, look, terrorist, you know. Oh, look, it's, it's, it's Osama who's like, you know, up to his jihad again or whatever. And, you know, like we, we want, we're just regular Americans like you and everybody else. Obviously, in some way, we're not. Whoever says la ilaha illallah, forget about being regular Americans. The Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam was a member of Quraysh and he was in the middle of Makkah Mukarramah and he was thrown out because of this la ilaha illallah. There are people who are just not going to like it. Uh, and the fact of the matter is you, had, you have to choose, is this what you want or is it is something else that you want? Until you can, you can push that, 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 uh, push that, that, that uh, um, heedlessness that want to just, uh, uh, you know, have everything just go, quote unquote, normal or go easy in life. Uh, and until you can push that out and accept the fact that uh, I'm going to have to keep my eyes open. I'm going to have to keep my ears open. I'm going to have to keep my heart open to realities that may be sometimes uncomfortable. Why? Because that's what will keep my heart connected with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and keep it alive. 
then those 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 channels are going to uh, erode and die. And once they die, they cut off the lifeblood and the the nur to the heart that it needs to survive. And then once the heart dies, then the seal is cast. And a time may come when a person hears every ayah in the book of Allah, every hadith in the book of uh, in the, every hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. They may see every convincing proof in the nur and the in the nur and the faces and the deeds of the awliya of Allah Taala living and dead. And it's not going to affect them anymore. Uh, and that's not. Uh, something that you can blame Allah for because He gave us every choice in our life. So it's, mashallah, fadl from Allah Ta'ala that we have these Mubarak days and nights that we can make mudakara of this when the grip of shaitan on us is, is let free and the grip of the nafs on us is at least loosened. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq to live by His, uh, 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 to live by His pleasure and die by His pleasure and to live by His uh, love and to die with His love. Uh, in, in this world and the hereafter and to forgive one another even though it's difficult wa sallallahu tabarak wa ta'ala wa sallam ala sayyidina muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in